Welcome back to our favorite segment on the show, Who's Chewing What? Yeah. Where you get to decide who's chewing what. Or rather, you get to guess who's chewing what. Right, you're not deciding anything. Yeah, for those who haven't heard this before, this is a little game where we're going to play you a sound, you'll listen to it, and then afterwards, you vote on what you think that sound is. And we're going to tell you basically right away, so remember to lock in your votes as fast as possible. Lock in that vote or it doesn't count. It doesn't count if you don't lock it in. So, without any further ado, here's part two of Who's Chewing What? So lock in your votes. Three, two, one, locked. If you guessed Ryan chewing on an origami swan, you nailed it. That's it. You win this week if that's what you guessed. If you guessed anything else, you're wrong. You're wrong. (laughs) So I hope you've enjoyed this segment of Who's Chewing What? Expect more of this in the future. Welcome to No One Can Know About This, a podcast where we play every Final Fantasy. I'm Jeff Ekman. And I'm Ryan Kazmiski. And here we go, Season 3, Episode 7. Where we left off, we just got Gao in our party. Mm-hmm. We're heading towards Gao's shiny thing that he hid in a cave. Yeah. And we're going to go find his shiny thing, the whatever it is. The goal is to meet up in Nerish. Yes. We're in the middle of the overall choose-your-own-adventure three-part thing. We've done Locke's part. We're almost done with the part with Sabine. Mm -hmm. And so let's go find this shiny thing. Let's get it. Let's not waste any time. So we're in a cave. What are we doing? Looking for a shiny thing. Right. We're looking for Gao's precious. Treasure, yes. Looks like glass. Will this really let us breathe underwater? Oh, Gao ran off with their breathing device. Okay, that was unclear. Gotcha. Like, Somebody ran off with the breathing device. Gao That was Gao. So we grabbed the shiny thing. Yeah, which is like a diving helmet. Right. Which I think we, we passed over this in the last episode, but in Mobley's, there's a guy who's talking about, like, somebody ran off with our underwater breathing apparatus. Right. Which, if you had it, you could ride the currents around the entire planet. Yeah. Well, maybe this is some kind of oxy ale. It is like the oxy. You know? It is. It's, it's it is an ale full of, of oxygen. And now we're back at a situation where a cave leads to a cliff jump. Into a river. And and Sabine and Cyan are like, this we one's know th- easy. This one's easy. <laughs> and Gao and, doesn't want to. It's like, I don't want to jump off. He's afraid of this suicidal plan. Yeah. <laughs> to put on a... Yeah. We're all going to share a helmet. Oh, my God. <laughs> Well, I'm not sure if they survived, so I might as well jump too. Wow, look. We're underwater. Are you in control of this? No. What are we looking at? The ocean floor. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Dude, who wrote this fucking article? If you were listening last week, you heard that I've started reading an article about the history of the Jerky Boys. And Mm -hmm. that's not gonna stop anytime soon. I'm going to be checking in with that. Meanwhile, what's happening in the game is like we're riding the current through the serpent trench. Right. We're underwater <laughs> and fighting various battles and walking through various caves. And there's like quick time events. I don't know. They this need to be fucking time, like, stopped. Quick time events. But I have a paragraph to read you that's going to make you want to fucking tear your eyes out. Because <laughs> it's just like the way this guy is presenting this like glorious time that was 
when the Jerky Boys changed the fucking world. Maybe they did, I don't know. No, they didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe no one had heard of a prank call before them. Okay, read the paragraph. Okay. For a time, Brennan and Ahmed were as big as comedy got. The Jerky Boys, a.k.a. a couple of lowlifes from Queens, to quote 1995's The Jerky Boys, the movie, are to prank calling what Steve Jobs and that other guy are to personal computing. (laughs) They may not have come up with the idea for the thing that brought them success, but they pretty much perfected it. Okay, so we... They didn't invent... They are the Steve Jobs... <laughs> of prank calling. It, 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 they are to prank calling with Steve Jobs and that other guy, which I assume they're talking about Was? Bill Gates. Was? Bill Gates? I don't know, man. But Was actually invented that shit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's Steve Jobs and... But, but Was actually did invent that shit. But... Th- wouldn't it be like the Jerky Boys are a partnership who then broke up? Oh, I get Steve it. Steve Jobs and Bill Gates weren't uh, right. They did. Bill Gates literally worked on the original Mac. Look, I don't know anything about this. The funny thing to me here is, if you know me well, you know that I like am obsessed with the history of the company Apple. Like, I really am. Uh-huh. In a way that's weird. <laughs> You're a part of the cult. Mm-hmm. And to the point where, like, when I hear something like this, I'm like, no, but the details matter, okay? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know, I heard those were guys. Yeah, you're like, you get it on the level it's supposed to be gotten. And I'm like, but Waz actually changed the game. Like, but they might have been talking about Bill Gates. I don't know what the fuck they were talking about because I'm too embedded in this idea of, like, I know what actually happened. What kind of a fucking analogy is this? Like, <laughs> it's so weird to me that I have this strong of a reaction to it. All I'm saying is, what a grandiose comparison to make. Yeah. The Jerky Boys Venn diagram of comedy, where the outrageously foul-mouthed overlaps with the flawed and fundamentally human, is the laughter-inducing sweet spot that Arrested Development and Judd Apatow films continued to aim for. Dude, the writing in this makes me sick to my stomach. I, that's what I'm saying. It reads like a press release. I have a quote from Seth MacFarlane. And he's like, yeah, I used to listen to those. <laughs> like, Nikea. No one can reach Nikea unless they have a ship, or unless they take a wild ride across Ooh. the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, in case it's not clear, we're now in the town of Nikea. Yeah, we pop out on the docks, and now we're in another place. Right, and they're like, nobody could get here unless you have a boat, which isn't true. Yeah, they obviously haven't heard of... They haven't heard of Shiny Thing. Sorry. This guy's saying, you took one look at me and thought I was a loser, right? Well, are we going to wind up with, like, 14 different characters that you can choose from? <laughs> How would I know of something like that? And the audience can't <laughs> see your face. Move along now, you're in the way. No, you're in the way, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> His wife bore him a son 13 years ago, so he has a 13-year-old boy. I think that is gal. I was about to say. Yeah. It was a problem birth, and the woman passed away, and the man totally lost it. Holy shit. This game is getting way more adult than the other ones were. He thought the newborn was a monster. Wonder what happened to the poor little baby. Whoa! (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) Yeah, so in this bar, we get, like, the very blunt and tragic backstory of gal. Right, which is that... His mom died in childbirth, and his dad was so unbelievably mad at him that he threw him out. Well, I think it's into the, the it, wild. You know, it's like he—he's like a mental illness thing. He like lost his mind. Right, he like right. completely broke down. It's not a Tyrion Lannister. 
No, of no, thing. I don't think he was like, you did this. I right. think he was like, you're not the clockmaker, get out, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that, you know, and, but like as the audience or the players, we get it like immediately. Right. The characters don't. This seems to go right over their heads. <laughs> They're like, oh, yeah, that's weird. And then they don't even think about the fact that they just picked up like a, a homeless 13 year old, 13 year old yeah. from exactly where they said that this guy got kicked out. To. Two and two is not <laughs> adding up to four. Yet. Yeah. And instead they go like Cyan has to like thwart the advances of a prostitute is what happens <laughs> next. <laughs> Oh, a dancer. Yoo-hoo, you, oh. you handsome thing. How about joining me? <laughs> oh, yes, let us dance. Cyan is, like, embarrassed. He's like, how dare you, you... you licentious? Licentious howler. What does licentious mean? I don't know, but through context clues, I can guess. Yeah. A howler. <laughs> Jeez, don't blow an artery, baby. Stop whispering, my ears are burning, baby. Enough. Have you no shame? You know, we can get a doctor to look at that. I'll have you know, etc., etc. He starts, instead of lecturing her, they're like, You know, You understand. You this. get where I'm going with this. There used to be ships sailing to the southern continent. Zen, Albrook, Miranda, they've all been smashed. Well, I'm glad we stopped in the cafe for the saddest story ever. That was really, really <laughs> fucked up. So in the town of Nike, there's like a ship that you can take, mm-hmm. which is going to take us directly back takes to... Takes us to Narsh, yeah. Narsh, there's, like yeah. A, there's like a lagoon outside of Narsh. Right. <laughs> so we get the on this boat. The mountain town has a, an ocean. <laughs> it's weird. Is this ship also... Up aboard? A ship of the air? Well, while we were in the desert, we should have looked. Oh, you're right. Will this one break the trend? I don't know. Narsh is just a stone's throw away. I hope the others arrived safely. Me hope so too. Gal, you don't know them. Shut up. You'll never be yeah, a part of this family. <laughs> <laughs> the wolves taught him good and bad. I don't know how he knows any English words. There's like some lost soldiers out there who were like, I suddenly got the urge to migrate here. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so we're finally done with that choose your own segment. Yeah, I mean, that was multiple episodes. Huge. Of Sabine... Trying to get to Narsh. Yeah. And so now we're back in the black space, and we're going to go pick up with Terra, Bannon, and Edgar. Yeah. I mean, I forgot what they're doing. Totally, completely they're lost still on the. They're still on the raft, back right after beating Ultros. Yeah. Like, that's worth... <laughs> that's... Fleeing the Empire's troops, Bannon, Edgar, and Terra ride the rapids towards Narsh, but the going won't be easy. Wow, and we're back here. Yeah, I know. Relics. I don't know if they have much though, because we're supposed to get the whole. Everyone's trying to get to Narsh, right? And like, here we are, Narsh. Yeah, here we are. Here, you want to take over? Sure. Hold on. I'm King Edgar of Figaro. Finally. I know. My my man is back. I know. I've been waiting for so long. I've been wanting to do the voice. Oh, they said I was a liar, that I'm not really the King of Figaro. I need to find another way in. Like some kind of secret way. Through the classroom? I don't think through the classroom. When Locke first helped me, he was fid- he fiddled with something right around here. Yeah, I remember that. Well, knowing him, there's probably some secret switch on this rock wall. <laughs> yep. <laughs> hmm. That save room is running away. Uh, so this is another weird one. This is, this, yeah. 
We go back into that space where back in the first episode, when like the wolf people are coming up at us and you have to carry the three Moogles downward. It's a different space, but it looks the similar. But this time there's like a sparkle that runs away and up and back or down and around and like through this specific route. It's a maze, mm-hmm. and you have to follow the sparkle. If you step off the sparkle's path, a bunch of sparkles surround you, and you have to fight sparkles. I think there's a security checkpoint. The characters call this a security checkpoint. I don't know in what way it's a security <laughs> checkpoint, or who implemented it like this. If we follow the light exactly, we'll probably be okay. Oh, God. If we make a mistake, the light will surround us. To proceed safely, we must tag the glimmering light. What the fuck does that mean? As long as you can walk the same way that you saw the thing go, you can get through. Right, yeah. (laughs) Maybe they're just like, animals aren't allowed. People can understand this, and animals are going to fuck this up. So, wait, what? Uh, No. Oh. You didn't, you gotta You gotta, it's a. Okay, I think I know. Left, here, right, up, up, right, right, down, down, all the way down, around. What? Wait, no! No, I didn't! I got caught again by the security system and eventually we make it through. It, there was a possibility why, that it was going to be like that an extra hard bad guy. Well, that was a security system, he said? <laughs> like, what? Yeah, was there only one of those? I really expected like harder and harder rooms full of them. Magic security system. That sounds like some bullshit I would make up for a D&D game where everyone would be like, why do, why we're doing this in this room? And I'd be like, yes. Yeah, because it's a cool, it's a magic security system. you gotta system. follow the thing. Roll to see how well you follow. Moogle <laughs> like, hey. Town! Kubo. 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 The one at the top seems like Kubo. the leader. Kubo. 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 We're in a room full of Moogles. Yeah, I kind of like this, because the beginning when the Moogles came out of nowhere to help Terra, it's like, oh, this is where they live, in this room. In this room. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, you're you're a miner, and you bust through a wall into a cavern, and it's just, this is what's happening. <laughs> it's, a, it's a Koopo town. Oh my god, they're here! So we make it through the caves, and now we're back at the old man's house. The old man who saved Terra at the very beginning of the game. When, and brought us to the Returners. Yes. Bannon, King Edgar, and Terra! <laughs> First, how are your people doing? They all went slightly berserk. <laughs> when the <Esper> was discovered. <laughs> mm, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they got some of that crystal that madness. Crystal ma- that Esper madness. The Esper madness. That Esper is either gonna save us or or, or dig us an early grave. <laughs> dig, 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 dig a hole to a grave. Dig a hole, dig a hole. <laughs> the three have reached Nersh, and a decisive battle is about to take place. And that's it. That's Tara and Edgar's whole adventure. That's the entire thing. <laughs> the whole of choose, the your, own choose your own adventure part for <laughs> it's them. So short. You just walk into town. You wa- yeah. You walk into town. Anyway, a decisive battle's about to begin. Mm-hmm. Oh, here we go, brother. All the characters are in the room together, and they're all going like, "Wait a minute, are you a traitor, or are you a traitor, or is it is you that's the traitor?" Yeah, and who's this guy, and what's going on, and who am I? Nice to meet you. Welcome to the Returners. <laughs> Everybody gets up to speed. <laughs> this is General Celeste. She torched Miranda, and she's an Imperial spy. And now stand aside. Oh, 
Wait, Celeste has joined the Returners. She's fighting with us now. She's got an account. Mm-hmm. I was also an Imperial soldier. High five. What? Where is this slave crown? This old man is just keeping it. The guy who found it and took it. He's we like, should, it's mine now. We should put it on the bad guy. It's a good idea. The Empire is evil. But not all of the citizens are. The citizens are okay! <laughs> Come on, it's you people here in Washington who've got to get your act together! Emergency, the Empire cometh. <laughs> Meanwhile, out in the desert, Kefka's marching towards us with a bunch of mech armor. It's like all roads are leading to Narsh. <laughs> Everybody's gonna meet up there. The decisive battle will happen. Right. I just don't care what you do. Get me that Esper. Yes! Fuck yes. Exterminate everyone. But no, but Nairish is neutral. Idiot. Neutrality is a farce that the commies hide behind. So in this part, it's kind of cutting back and forth between Kefka on his mm-hmm. way to kill us and us like being like, the, the thing's up in the mountains, we gotta save it. They're after the Esper. We moved it into the hills. The hills? They just put it further in the hills. And we're going up after it. Yeah, it's like kind of actually a cinematic intercutting of like mm-hmm. Kefka marching with an army and us kind of like climbing a hill. Like yeah, a, yeah. you know, heading up the Narsh Mountain. Locke has a complicated past. I wouldn't. Oh shit! This is all happening too fast. Celeste, I'm a shoulder, not some kind of love, blah, blah, blah. Cold as ice. You cold as ice. I think the thing was that uh, Edgar was like, don't break Locke's heart. Okay. So the evolution from four of everyone meeting each other and talking, like this time they do like a walk and talk. Like we're all walking up the mountain, (laughs) we're actively going somewhere, and everyone's going like, this is my deal, what's your deal? Let's have a quick aside. Which is so much more bearable. Yeah. Like you feel like something is happening. You feel like movement is occurring. They weave it into into the (laughs) the the action. action. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You can use magic too? When I was a baby, I was artificially infused with magic and raised as a magic. Tech night. Have you loved anyone? What? What is that <laughs> supposed to mean? What? Yeah, nothing Tara has said this whole game what really makes much sense at all. They should be like, she needs a doctor. She yeah, hit her she head. Hit she hurt herself. <laughs> so we all go to the top of the mountain, mm-hmm. where behind us is the Esper, and below us is Kefka and his army. And a pachinko machine. It's in, another in pachinko us. machine. It's the same kind of thing as from episode one with the Moogles, but like higher stakes. Yeah, and this is pretty cool because this is totally like the climax of this like act of the game. Yeah, like, this is the, the whole... end of like the first third, the first major act of the game. Yeah, like the whole thing started with this Esper and now it's like coming back there. Mm-hmm. It started with the Esper and the Pachinko machine and mm-hmm. we're back to like now <laughs> yeah. we have like too many people and we're doing another bigger Pachinko machine with the Esper. Exactly. <laughs> so we got to make three parties. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? Oh. I don't know what this means. You don't? I don't know what it is. This Moogle's gonna explain it. (laughs) Save the Esper from Kefka. Needs more info? Yes. You'll fight in three groups. Use the Y button to switch between them. So now you form three groups. Okay. They're coming. So we pick our three groups, and meanwhile at the bottom of the top of the mountain... At the bottom of the screen. At the bottom of the... Well... It's it cuts down. Yeah, but it's you know it's connected. Yeah, it's yeah. Same... At the bottom of this board. Yeah, exactly. This board is Kefka, and he's 
got a lot to say about the traitorous General Celeste. Mm-hmm. It's General Celeste. It's Celeste, the traitor. How delightful. <laughs> this will be fun. That's a lot of soldiers. Go. Get those vile insects. <laughs> so we've talked about sword tech before with Cyan, and one of his sword techs is called Quadraslam. Mm-hmm. And we're using it a bunch on all these people. Welcome to the Quadraslam. This Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Four cars. Always four. Going at it. Four cars. <laughs> always slamming. <laughs> Into each other. Concrete poles. <laughs> but never less than four. These guys, how many fucking of these troopers did they fucking bring? I mean, did you see at the bottom? It there was a lot. Yeah. A ton. Yeah, we're going to cut all of it out, but there's an unreasonable number of fights. Yeah, like, this is one of those points where Final Fantasy really, like, they present something to you that if you complete it the first time, feels epic and amazing, because yeah. it's long. But if you but ever if you die... Were, if you were to die and have to do this again, like, my fuck, God. Why is it this long? <laughs> why is it this many troops? probably, like, 30 minutes of battles before you fight the boss, yeah, right? Yeah, it's... it's <laughs> they just keep coming and coming and coming. It's an entire army mm-hmm. that we fight in three groups. Anyway, eventually we get through all of them and we make it down to the boss, Kefka, and so we're fighting Kefka. Yep. M-Tech armor. That seems useful. He learns the ways of the wild M-Tech armor. <laughs> I can't believe we made it to the final boss already. Yeah, this is where the game ends. After the last one, they were like, these are too long. <laughs> oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, shit! He's dangerous man. Well, he is the final boss. <laughs> yeah, you got that. You got lucky again. <laughs> you keep getting lucky. We got the peace ring. He was holding a peace ring. I don't know. How did he get his hands on that? Uh, by crushing the people who were wearing it before, <laughs> poisoning them like a coward. Right. I won't forget this. <laughs> well, where's the Esper? So we, like, beat Kefka-ish. Mm-hmm. He leaves. We send him on his way. <laughs> yeah. We all go to see, have Terra talk to the Esper. That was the whole plan. Yeah. The Bannon plan. So everybody's up on the top of the peak mm-hmm. looking at this frozen Esper. Is it okay? Is it alive? Is it, what is what it? What do you mean? <laughs> is it okay? <laughs> it's frozen in ice. It's frozen in this fucking thing at the top of a mountain. Terra's like, he might want to move. Last time there was explosions. And... <laughs> Terra, uh, Locke keeps Tara! doing this. He keeps what fucking is grabbing her <laughs> yeah. and screaming yeah. her name at her. Whoa, what? He just got knocked almost off the cliff? Because he was standing in between them. It, like, pushed him. <laughs> no! Whoa, they all got pushed to the edge. They're all cliffhanging? Whoa. There's some kind of reaction. Are we gonna fight the Tritok? So Terra enters like a one-on-one battle screen with the Esper and is like having like an awakening. Yeah, she's definitely learning something. Mm-hmm. Little tingling. What, what, what am, am I, I feeling? What am I feeling? What are these strong uh-huh. feelings that I feel inside, not it's around men? It's gonna be like that scene in Black Swan. <laughs> I still haven't seen that. Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Who am I? I can actually feel its mind. What does that feel like? Terra. This is like some uh, Akira shit. Of just like... (laughs) Akira. Akira. (laughs) Akira. (laughs) Whoa. 
We turned white? Oh yeah, I remember this. We're on fire? What? Whoa. Terra turns purple and like flies away, becomes a sparkle in the distance. Mm-hmm. And we're like, whoa. Is that us? That's Terra, yeah. She's da- flying away. She's a sparkle? I think that's like in the distance, you know, like she flew up and then and she's light. The right, because yeah. she's emitting so much light. Okay. We cut to Terra's view of her flight. Which is like a chocobo in the sky. So it's like not only is it dizzying because as you look left and right, the whole map reorients itself. It goes up and down. Yeah. She's doing like donuts. She's flying fast and erratically. Mm -hmm. Whoa. 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 Calm down. Holy shit. What is she doing? I totally forgot about this. What the fuck? Oh, I completely forgot about this. Oh, that was cool. I was wondering what I forgot, because I was like, the next thing I remember in the game is, like, the middle of the game. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, that can't be what's about to happen. Right. Where's Tara? (laughs) Is that, like, his, like, streetcar moment where he's got Tara! She's changed into a something and <laughs> took off she looked like a witch or something sparkling light she looked like uh she looked like an esper oh she became she and the esper the esper went into her the esper came inside her it was an awakening of some kind <laughs> tara has turned into what they say looks like an esper right which what i want to know is how do you look like an esper Every single Esper looks completely different. They do. They look There's completely not, They're not different. like a species. No. Not in the traditional sense, <laughs> <No>. anyway. <laughs> there seems to be some connection between her Espers and her. We need to find her. Witnesses saw her screaming across the sky to the west. So she just, like, became a star and, like, flew away. And everybody's mm-hmm. like, what is that? Let's go. I promised her I'd... My past! My, my, no, my dark not, past! Not history, no! <laughs> Figaro Castle can shuttle us to the western province, then we'll make for Klingon land. Klingon So the plan is to take the castle underground as it can do to another location. Mm-hmm. And now for the first time, we're like ch- actively choosing our party. Like yeah. They've been like, here's a cast of fun characters. Mm-hmm. Form one groups. Take the ones you want. Yeah, take the four that you like. Mm-hmm. Who's your favorites? See faves. Take your faves. Take all your faves. All right. I do think I'm going to want... Locke is the one with two arms? Yeah, but you could put that on anybody. Right, good point. Everyone else in this game... Is an amputee. Yeah. No, no, what I'm referencing is a relic that allows you to carry two weapons. Yeah, you can attack twice per turn. Right. And right now we have that unlock. And we I haven't say- really learned yet that Sabine should be using it. But- yeah, we'll get there. Mm-hmm. I like Edgar. Let's put Edgar in here. He's got the blitz move. It's Sabine, right? Yeah. We're probably going to want some magic. Celeste, yeah. Let's get her in here. I mean, Cyan has a higher hit point. Yeah, but he's also kind of an asshole. Yeah, I don't like him. I wonder if you can just walk out of here now, out of the front door. Yeah. And go we, shopping in town. We killed, like, all of the guards, right? Yeah, all the bad guys. You helped defend this town. So let's go shopping. shopping. Let's go to the mall. 
Yeah, hell yeah. Hell yeah. I will take your treasures. There's this guy in this town who says there's a treasure house. It's all yours, except one of them is locked. I wonder what's in it. Only one of them is locked. Now, what do you suppose is inside? What, what kind of a sure. weird cagey bullshit is that? My only regret in our playthrough of this game is that we never remembered this. I yeah. don't know what's in that I don't know box. what's in that box. Why are there inns if there's also random beds you can just steal and sleep I in? I don't fucking know. <laughs> it's straight Also, weird. I think these straight up are toilet bowls. Like, look at the pot. Every room has Ooh. like a bucket and a, and a thing. Mm -hmm. People got a shit somewhere, and it doesn't look like this place has, like, great indoor plumbing. Oh, now we're really playing Final Fantasy, you know? Now we're really playing Final Fantasy. You know? I feel like that was the whole beginning loop. We left the first town, mm -hmm. and we came back to the first town, and we did the Moogle thing, the combat thing again. Now that we've completed that full loop, and we should go find Terra, you became convinced that there was a thing to do with the Moogles. Because mm -hmm. well, because we had heard talk to that guy who was like, I saw some Moogles walking with a Sasquatch. And I had a vague memory of I know something about the Moogles, but I don't remember exactly what or right. when it happens or how to do it. <laughs> so we go and like <laughs> aimlessly try to find whatever that is and mm -hmm. keep coming up with nothing. What do I go talk to bro? Yeah, talk to me. Koopo. Koopo Pop. Uh, whatever. Never mind. Forget what? it, Jeff. It's Koopo Town. What are you talking about? What are you... I thought something happened in here. Is there something that may be gonna happen? Yeah, yeah, there is, maybe. And it just, maybe. Then we go find the guy who runs the engine of the castle. Yeah, we leave Narsh and head back to Figaro Castle. And and as soon as I walk in, I walk straight over to the guy who wouldn't let us into the engine room for the castle. Yeah, but now he's like, well, now that the secret's out, right. I'll drive this castle wherever you need it to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I can take you anywhere in my castle engine. Where do you oh, want to go? Let's not go quite yet. <laughs> yeah, here's the prisoners. Lone Wolf, the pickpocket over there in the corner. We go into the prison of Figaro Castle, and all the prisoners are looking at Edgar, who's the party leader right now, mm -hmm. and they're going, if only I could talk to King Edgar. You are seeing Edgar. We haven't gotten to the point in games where there's like reactive dialogue that shifts really. But there is some only in this like game. specific cutscenes that are right. triggered at certain places. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Like it's you know it's not like in Skyrim where it's like now suddenly random guards are like you're that mage I've heard about right. that runs the mages college or whatever you know like that's <laughs> <Yeah>. not. <laughs> you're looking right he at. He doesn't me. even know what, who he's talking about. He's like I hear this guy named Edgar is the king. Before we leave, we go explore the castle. And Sabine's got a lot to handle. Yeah, I'm glad we didn't just take off because there's cutscenes that we probably could have just like missed. Right. Because you know once. how much I love cutscenes with Sabine. It's my favorite thing. I mean, <laughs> I, I hate missing cutscenes more than I hate Sabine's cutscenes. I'm just joking. I, these ones are okay. Yeah, it's just are. that one segment is really like rough. This is like old times. I have to wander around for a while. This is an upgrade. Everyone goes to their own bed Everybody every time. Goes, yeah, every time. They all get in their like own that. Oh, and now we get what? a cutscene because you went to sleep and he's like, "Got some my shit past, my, my past." <laughs> Castle hasn't changed much. Yep, my ass still yet, fits. It's all different. Mom and dad are gone. Everyone's gone since that day in my past. <laughs> <laughs> the one I keep not wanting to talk about. 
So now we finally get to see in detail like what happened when Edgar took over the kingdom and Sabine didn't and their dad died and all of the coin flip that we've heard about. We get to like see it play out in a flashback. Yep. Tonight took a turn for the worse. <laughs> no, you, you're wrong. This can't be. Your father, he just uttered his last wish that Figaro be b- divided between <laughs> <laughs> That doesn't sound That's like a very like typical wish terrible of Terrible idea. Split my kingdom in half. <laughs> <laughs> this is nonsense. Everyone's saying that the Empire poisoned Dad. And the only thing on your mind is who's going to be the next king. You're all pathetic. Dude, these people need a ruler. Like, like... No one cared when mom passed away either. Sabine storms up to the top of the castle to look out over their kingdom of sand. Of desert. (laughs) (laughs) I'm out of here. I'm forsaking this war-sick realm for my dignity and freedom. Wait, does that mean he's going to jump off the castle and kill himself? Is that what he's I think he's just like, I'm out of here. I think he's like I'm leaving town. Well, what is he doing up here? Having a on suicide ledge. Look out over the <laughs> suicide ledge. <laughs> and Edgar follows him up to be like, "Hey, you shouldn't slap the matron. We got to figure this we out. We need to figure this out. Yeah. The people yearn to be free. What'll happen to this realm if we both leave? And what would Dad say? Let's settle this with a toss of a coin." Uh-oh. Oh, guys. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> Good work, fellas. If it's heads, it's you win. We'll choose whatever path we want without any regrets, okay? We won't regret this coin toss at all. Staking our I think that's what he, what he wins if it's heads. It's like, we'll both just do whatever we want. No responsibilities. Gotcha. Okay. And if it's tails, then I'm... Then we kingdom. This is for Dad. Then we kingdom. What? A, whoa! Holy Same. shit! I didn't expect <laughs> our fate in the games to ever be based on a coin flip. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about this too. So as the coin flies ever upward, we cut back to the present where Sabine is sitting in the throne, probably with a bottle of booze in his hand, yeah. going like, "Fuck." Yeah. My past. Yeah. Oh, man. That was a heavy moment that I just remembered in great detail. <laughs> <laughs> and Edgar comes in to, like, reminisce about this fabled coin flip. It's been ten years. A little shrimp's grown into a whopping lobster. <laughs> a whopping lobster. And you're a king crab. <laughs> We're just, just a couple of shellfish. Sabina, I often wonder if he'd be proud of me. Ten years. Where has the time gone? Here's to dad. Here's <laughs> a Hitler salute. <laughs> and to mom. And to Figaro. <laughs> I bet they had drinks and they took him out. I bet he was like drinking in the throne room. And he was like, right. what, what am I doing? If you weren't aware, the American releases of these games originally had like a bunch of censorship because Nintendo of America was very specific about what was and wasn't allowed. Yeah, they're like often obviously dancing around saying the word killed or committed suicide. One one of the big things is alcohol. Yeah. Like you're not allowed to have alcohol. But they didn't just Hitler salute to dad. Yeah, they didn't just go like, to dad. (laughs) Heil. Heil. Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah. And now they're like, here's to dad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And we're there. drinking in the hood, but to glory. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I also want to say, the way you know that Edgar is a really shitty king is that people fucking know about this coin flip yeah. situation. We got to come back he to that. He became king. And then when everyone was like, what's the deal? I thought the king's final wish was for you and your brother to split our kingdom in half. <laughs> well, and he was like, well, we flipped a coin and decided not to follow <laughs> the king's final wish. And everyone was like, like cool. Okay. All right. <laughs> Get out of the way. I want to talk to this lady. I want to marry the king. Yeah, well. See, I bet she brought it up. She was like, I want to marry you. And he's like, well, someday, if you're old enough. Right, yeah. And then the press took it and ran with it. Yeah, us being the press. Right. Edgar wants to fuck children. The Empire is Disgusting game from Japan about incest. (laughs) (laughs) And pedophilia. Yeah, yeah. The Empire has smashed the three cities on the southern continent just a matter of time till they come up here. Poland's fallen, France has fallen. We're England. Desert England. (laughs) Dinkland. Yeah. The only land Peter fit Dinklage. for Peter Dinklage Ru- becomes king of England. Changes the name, <laughs> Changes of, the name of the country <laughs> to Dinklin. A new prestige show on FX. <laughs> Dinklage. All right, it's time to go start the engines. Start <clears throat> your castle engines. You know what? I'm going around. We're going to Coles. To my least favorite store on the planet. Klingon Coles. It, t- it tunnels. It's a tunneling castle. It's a tunneling castle. It moves, but it can tunnel through the bedrock. I figured it could only stay in the sand. Oh, but this is sand over here, so sand connects There's underneath. Sand There's a sand tunnel. Yeah. Here we are in Kolingen. Beep boop boop Seems like a nice place. So we enter Kolingen, and all anybody's got to talk about is the fact that they saw Terra fly by, and it was really intense. Yeah, we're doing like a walkabout slash investigation. Like, this walkabout feels like it has some kind of purpose, which I think is new to us in this series. <laughs> it might Usually be. we're walking around going, like, the game told us to talk to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> this t- <laughs> in this town, we're like, we need to find out some information. Yeah, something <laughs> happened here. People might know something. Yeah. A shining creature so frightening to us all, but I found it beautiful. <laughs> so really a ghost that could see it had gentle eyes. Everyone was scared when the glowing creature stopped here. It left to the south toward Jador. You want to do some town exploring? Okay. Ugh. Feed this dog! Can you give me some more coffee? Yeah. They've been like foresting over here. Ooh, my brother's a bit touched. Lives alone to the north and dreams of building a coliseum. It's humiliating. Everybody's got a dream. Hey, is that you, Locke? Are you stopped to see Rachel? Oh, Locke knows these people. Interesting. Rachel? Who was Rachel? I feel like we're entering the part of the game that I really don't remember very well at all, so... Because, we're, we're, yeah, we're starting to get into that territory where it's like, those save files that were already on the cartridge <laughs> never made it past here. Locke, what's going on? I guess we'll now? find Rachel here Oh. It came to my house. A monster of light looked somehow human. What did it do to his house? It killed all the firstborn, except for the ones that had lamb's blood over their door, which was really weird. There's this, like, trail where it's like all the trees are knocked down and this house is all fucked up. I think Tara, like, came here and flew in. A girl named Rachel used to live in that house. Now it's deserted. 
Oh, maybe this house is just old and shitty. Okay. And also <laughs> has shitty a shitty property that's unkempt. Yeah, exactly. Full yeah. of stumps. So yeah, we're in a town where everybody's going like, Locke, have you been to the one building that you should go to? Because uh-huh. you know the one? Yeah, now we get a lo- uh, like we get our first glimpse into Locke's guilt complex. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> so we walk in, ready for that. Oh, something's happening. Wasn't able to say. Oh, her this when is she the one that me. he was talking about before My when he past. was like, There's a significant other who I know who the Emperor took. Right? Yeah. So we go, of course, again, to a flashback. <laughs> There's a lot of them. All the trauma happened in the past. It... <laughs> Locke, what are we off to find today? Locke and this girl, Rachel, are like going into a cave to look for some treasure. Mm-hmm. And the girl's like, watch out, it's dangerous. And Locke's like, danger is my middle name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, my middle name is tragedy. <laughs> what are we off to find today? Oh, just going into a monster cave. You're not gonna believe what awaits up here. Come on, it's worth a fortune. It's like a breathing apparatus. <gasps> oh no, the bridge is giving out! Locke, look out! Look out! Oh, what? Come on, Rachel! Locke brazenly runs out onto a bridge. The bridge starts wobbling, and then Rachel pushes him off of it and, like, gets hit by the bus of the bridge giving out. Mm-hmm. Rachel! And she falls. Yeah. To her death. No. No. To her traumatic brain injury. Rachel, are you awake? I I can't remember anything. Classic amnesia in this game. Oh, that's why he is so. Tara reminds him of exactly this situation when mm-hmm. it happened before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That totally makes sense. Rachel's dead. Get out of here. It's your fault she lost her memory. Whoa. Wait a minute. She said yes. We were gonna. Get married. Go. I don't know who you are, but ever since you came here, my parents have been upset. Something about her sprite right now looks like Jigsaw. (laughs) Do you see that? Yeah, I see that. So to be totally clear, Rachel and Locke were about to get married. Mm -hmm. Rachel saves Locke's life and falls to her brain injury. Mm -hmm. She wakes up with amnesia. Her parents hate Locke Mm -hmm. and are very upset whenever he's around. She, because she has amnesia, is going like, I don't know who you are, but my parents are upset when you're here. Go away. Mm -hmm. And so he does. A year passed. When I returned here, I learned that Rachel had perished in an Imperial attack. Her memory returned just before she passed away. The last thing she uttered was, my name. Farts. Well, he says here that she had been killed in an Imperial attack, but it seems like he found her, like, barely alive and used some kind of black magic to put her in suspended animation. Yeah. I walked into the basement of this house, and this guy's like, oh, is that you, Luck? It's been a while. And there's a chicken of bed down here. Oh, this is Rachel. Uh, well, that, He's keeping her house. in another guy's basement. Yeah, we walk into this he basement. He surrounded her with like poinsettias, <laughs> and she's just lying on a bed in the basement. And this old guy just standing there, going her. like, "He he he!" She's in suspended animation. Yeah, it's, it's really weird. Bad. I use some herbs to put her into suspended animation. She won't age a day. That's a thing that's just around in this world. That's what you wanted, right? Had to use my herbs. I did. What? What the fuck? She still looks like Jigsaw. I mean, those herbs have actually saved her? Of course. The love of your life will sleep here like this forever. Jeez. Fucked up. I'm sure you'll find something that'll bring her around. Quaha! 
So now we learn that like Locke's main drive in life is finding some way to like undo this horrible wrong that at first was a tragic accident and then became like a horrible thing that he did. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Where he put her in suspended animation. So now he's like desperately searching the world. Go, I, his like main treasure hunt is for like he's like I need a treasure that will fix this. Right. <laughs> it's like, it's gotta be out there. Yeah. In some rich man's pocket. Yeah. Somewhere. I'm sure of Some it. mansion. In, in a basement, basement of a mansion. <laughs> I failed her. Celeste is very affected by this whole confusing situation where she died, perished in Imperial attack, but didn't quite, and she's being kept on life, herbal life support. Herbal life support. Yeah. Herbal life. Herbal life support. <laughs> support. <laughs> So does that mean that there's like a feeding tube? Is no, a, I don't think so. I think it's a more of a hocus pocus thing. Not like a Terry Shivo situation. It's a Sleeping Beauty thing. All right. Not a Terry Shivo thing. <laughs> Where my mind goes to. It's kind of like a Sleeping Beauty meets Terry Shivo thing. Now that I think <laughs> yeah, about it, it's definitely <laughs> darker than Sleeping Beauty. There isn't a question of whether or not she's a vegetable and who has the rights to decide what to oh, do. Oh, I think by. that's very much like the. I don't think there's an ongoing debate. I think her parents are probably dead, and Locke is like, this is what's happening. I'm in control here, yeah. 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 Because I can't let her go. Oh, I learned about smelling salts recently. And that's episode seven. Mm-hmm. We found Locke's backstory. Yeah, I mean, before that, we finished, like, the first chunk of the game. Mm -hmm. Like, and now we're entering part two, basically. Which might be the best part. I mean, it's, it's all really... It just it's keeps all, getting better. Yeah, like, it's this really is, good. This taste of Locke's backstory and, like, Sabine and Edgar really makes me excited to watch, like, the upcoming events. Oh, I'm very this, excited for the next run of episodes. This, yeah, this part of the game gets pretty interesting. Where are we going next, exactly? Well, I think first we go to Rich Town, and then Rich. they point us in the direction of Poor Town. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. then we go back to Rich, there's a whole thing. So that's what's coming up next <laughs> <Yeah>. week. <laughs> Oh, let's do the billboard section. Yeah, we do have a billboard this week. Yeah, as I understand it, it's somewhere near Narsh or Narsh adjacent? Uh, yeah, it's in the Moogle Caves. Yeah. Uh, a, All a right. prominent feature that I hear is, you know, now that they've been opened up, is it is it going to be a popular tourist attraction in Narsh? Well, let's go check it out. Is there a... Oh, I don't it's freezing here. It's definitely cold in these caves. Yeah, they said there would be a a, a secret button on this wall. Is to, this to like open the cave? Oh, this is like Oh, you know what? There it's real cute. It looks like a piece of Moogle poop that you have to open up. <laughs> yeah, okay. I got that. Here That's it is. Secret, I guess. You don't want to yeah. touch that usually. <laughs> yeah. So It is stinky in here. Yeah, they said to just follow the smell since it's also so dark. Yeah, oh my I hope god, do they clean out their own shit? I don't know, I hope this is mud under my shoes. Oh my god, I don't think it is. It's pretty thick. What? Do they go in litters? It doesn't, I don't see any, like, cat can't litter. can't see anything. I'm gonna I, yeah. light, light a match. Light a match. That was dangerous, actually, with the oh, smells looks that like are in they, here. Uh, they just go all over this hay that's all over the ground. That does seem to be their, their method. It's like maybe they just bring it in and keep layering it on top of the old hay. They just keep pooping on F top of their old poop. 
Oh, it, it following the, the, hey, here we are in the big Moogle room. Oh, man. Uh, I mean, they're kind of cute. It can't see much by matchlight. It really just looks like writhing animals. Yeah, it feels more like, <laughs> imagine being in a dark sewer with a lot of rats. I didn't think being around Moogles would be this scary. I mean, they're not exactly threatening, but let's find this billboard. Yeah. Oh, well, there it is. There. It's, um, faded into the wall. Yeah. Okay. Well, I can I can read it. I can read this. Here we go. Billboard for episode seven. The billboard reads, Wanted. A girl of no importance. Green hair. Definitely doesn't have magic. Contact your local Empire representative or visit geocities.ws slash gestalsmostwanted. That's gestal spelled G-E-S-T-A-H-L. And remember, if you see something, say something. From Daniel in Seattle. Well, I, I assume that's a real website that we can go to. Mm -hmm. And I assume that they're talking about Terra, a girl of no importance. Yeah, I mean, it looks like maybe the Empire is trying to uh, contact the Moogle sympathizers. Yeah. They, they know are here. I guess that's going to work for them. Thank you to Daniel in know. Seattle. Just, it doesn't look like there's a lot of intelligence behind these eyes, but... Not like those feral children. Yeah, they have like a lot that. more intelligence behind their eyes. Yes. Let's get out of here before we catch something. Yeah. Well, and that's that. Thank you very much, Daniel in Seattle. Yeah. Uh, friend of the podcast, Dan in Seattle. Friend of the podcast, DBA. Someone, the DBA, someone we know personally. Yeah. Thank you for the support. And that's your billboard. And as we've said before, there's many other lovely locations all over the world. Right. All you have uh, to do is email nocatpodcast at gmail.com and with the subject line billboard, and we will make this happen. Mm -hmm. Billboards are 50 bucks a piece. I'm going to talk to our uh, our advertising rep about how much shopping Moogles do. I don't know. That locate. you know, they've had a couple locations that seemed great, but that seemed a little out of the way to me. I mean, they were. we've been assured <laughs> that they were all great locations, but so far, it's kind of been hit or miss. Yeah. You can find us at no one can know about this.com. You can find us at nocatpodcast at gmail.com. That's N O C K A T. We're on Facebook and Twitter at nocatpodcast. Please rate and review us on iTunes. Mm -hmm. If you want the video version or the episodes early, you can find us at patreon.com slash nocat you can go support us that way yeah and when you go support us that way we're trying to build up more and more incentives for you to actually do it so that you do get actually like a bonus for it yeah you know? it's it's more fun now than ever and it's only gonna get more fun <laughs> yeah than that's that. a good way to put it it's more fun now than it was last season exactly <laughs> So go check that out. And also, we have t-shirts for sale. Head on over to noonecanknowaboutthis.com. There's a link for t-shirts. Or go to etsy.com and type in N-O-C-K-A-T, and you should be able to find it. It's of our podcast logo, but without the name, just the artwork. And with that, here's a little taste of next week on No One Can Know About This. Out of nowhere, he said, all right. We get a million dollars. We insure it. Then we build a security room for it where people can come and look at it like the crown jewels or something. <laughs> something valuable that people go visit. We charge people 5 to $10 to come look at a million dollars in person. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a brilliant idea. That's pretty good, right? Yeah. If you uh, pay five bucks, you can see a million dollars in cash right so, now. <laughs> that's so great. I want to know if that would work. I don't see why not. I mean, I feel like a lot of people would definitely try to rot. Like, you would be a target. Yeah. Like, definitely a target. So you would also need more money to invest in, like, guards. Okay. Because, so like, the crown jewels are not just, like, 
in you're, you're a saying just still the idea of the crown jewels. Yeah, just you just he's and say, just he's be like, saying put it in cash. <laughs> just make it cash. <laughs> Something that might not be worth anything someday. <laughs> Which I guess the jewels are the same way in a way. Uh, uh, yeah, make sort of. But I guess di- different from like it's different from fucking paper. 